Give me one reason to stay here And I'll turn right back around You know who you are. Mm. Give me one reason to stay here And I'll turn right back around I'll get right back on that flight, baby. Mm. Said I don't want to leave you lonely. You got to make me change my mind. I already made up my mind, Bo. Oh, baby, I got your number. I really don't. Oh, and I know that you got mine. It's in the hotel file somewhere. Mm. You know that I called you. Oh, I called so many times. Call me back. Mm. You can call me, baby. You can call me anytime. But you got to call me. Hector, you just really got to call me, email me, text me, send a bird, send a pigeon, a, a flight something, smoke signals. Give me one reason to stay here. And I'll turn around back around. Oh, give me one reason to stay here. And I'll go right back to Madrid. Honestly, like, that, the way things are looking for me at this very moment in my life, Hector, I have, n- I'm just, I'm just waiting on you. That's it. So I hope you're listening out there, honestly, because I'm down bad. I'm really down bad. You got it. You got it. Bad. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I am your host, Solomon Ray. That was um, just a cute little dedication, a Tracy Chapman song. Um, I just really, I've been really thinking about my man lately. I've really been thinking about my man. Uh, Honestly, I don't know why. I think once I get back home, um, I'm going to get back to working and getting back to the, you know, the nitty gritty and the grind of things and getting back to like work mode Solomon. And when it gets to work mode Solomon, I don't, the feelings be turned off. Yeah, I probably got to get back to therapy because that's not a healthy thing. Bitch, how do you give, I, um, I don't want to say I quit therapy. I just took a little break, a little absence from therapy, bitch. I didn't realize I was getting charged. <laughs> I got, I looked the other day, I got $2,400 worth of therapy charges for the last four months because I haven't been. And I've been ignoring like the emails from my therapist. And I'm like, probably that's the reason why she was emailing me. Like she was probably like, bitch, you're getting charged. Wow. Okay. Um, I emailed them. I said, hey girl, can I get the money back? Is there like a way I can do this without going through my bank? Because listen, at this, I'm, I'm letting you know, I'm gonna go through my bank. And I'm going to get my money back. So, I mean, it would behoove you to just give me some of the coin niches back. Because, bitch, it's about... Either way, I'm going to get my money back. Okay? I don't I don't know. I don't know what you guys are doing. I don't know what you think is about to happen. But I'm going to let you know what's going to happen. And I'm going to get my money back. We can do this the, the, the quick way or the long way. You know, it's going to either take a push of the button on your end or it's going to take 90 days on my end. So, just let me know. Let me know. Because I'm going to get my money back. Um, how to give as it's really my fault. <laughs> Anyways, um, I just want to give a shout out to everyone who has rated and reviewed the podcast on Apple Podcasts Five Stars. Shout out to OBO Shannon. Um, she says, I love you forever. That is all. Shout out to you, girl, because you be holding me down. Nah. Um, but yes, what are we going to talk about, uh, girl? 
I just really went down to the lobby and I was like, I got to get out. I got to get out. Cancel the rest of the days. I have to find another hotel to go to because this is giving me, um, what is it giving me? It's giving me, what it, I mean, it's not bad. It's just, hmm. It's giving me, not bad, honestly. It's really not bad. I can see why people would probably enjoy this hotel. I just, um, I'll just leave it at that. It's just not for me. You know how I start to spiral when it comes to hotels. Y'all know how I be spiraling. Bitch, how do you give the hotels have been going downhill ever since? Okay. Madrid. Okay, real quick before we get into the show. Madrid, the hotel was beautiful. Like, that was probably hands down. Honestly, I was going to say it's probably the top two of hotels I've ever been to. But I will say, because the service was so amazing... Plus, it was a beautiful, like, five-star, like, luxury hotel. It was divine, divine, divine. Aside from that, the service was incredible. The people were super sweet, and then Hector works there. So, like, you know, savage. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a really great hotel. And then afterwards, I went to Barcelona. um, And the hotel was there was great, too. That was a really beautiful hotel. But, bitch, it kind of went downhill after Spain. So Italy, the hotel wasn't bad. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was like a. It was an okay hotel. The 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 um the shower was a little. Um, the, sh- the bathroom was a little. Mm, it was a little um mm, sparse. It was not sparse. It was just very domesticated. I'll put it that way. It was just. It was not giving. It was just. It was okay. It was fine. But then when I got to Paris, okay, so the, the dilemma was I started to spiral because I was looking for hotels in Paris. Paris is either a $5,000, $7,000 a night hotel or it's a $400 a night hotel. And it, the, so I was like, bitch, I'm definitely not going to be spending no five dollars to $7,000. It's just never going to happen. Um, great idea, wrong girl. So I was like, well, bitch, I'll, I'll, I wouldn't mind, you know, going to the other realm. Let, let's, there got to be something around here. Bitch, it was, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was given, like, you, it was, hmm. It was just, I mean, they're small, small hotels. They're not, you know, that great. Um, But needless to say, it wasn't like a bad hotel. It wasn't bad at all. I ended up staying at this place called um, Canopy or some shit, uh, a Hilton hotel, which was, which actually had a really beautiful view of the Eiffel Tower, um, so, but I, I enjoyed that. It was really big and spacious and modern. I'm not, I mean, I like, okay. I like things to be modern to a certain extent. You know, like sometimes, especially in the United States, they be doing this modern shit where like it it really be given like, you got some plugs and some Wi-Fi. It's for that that nomad traveler. I don't need, I don't need that type of modern. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely don't need like, wood furniture eleganza, but I need like a, a good little mixture. So it was a little on the more modern end where, um, girl, I broke the TV. Oh my God, hold on. So side note, I was in the Paris, the hotel in Paris. Bitch, I broke the, I mean, I li- the, literally the TV fell out of the, the, the wall onto the floor. <laughs> Twice. No, literally, it literally fell out of the wall onto the floor twice. So I get there and I I, I travel with my little Roku. 
And if y'all don't know what a Roku is, it's like a fire stick or like an Apple TV or whatever. You put it in the HDMI thing and, you know, your, your shows be on there so you can watch it on the big screen. Because I don't like watching things on my phone. That's just so ugly. And so anyway, so I, I, um, I went to go plug it in the back, bitch. I tried to pull the TV out. Bitch, the whole thing felt like the whole fucking TV just fell out. Now, I'm used to, like, tilting a TV or, like, you know, lifting it or, you know, pushing it back so you can, like, get the little HDMI cable in the back and plug it in, you know? The whole fucking TV just big bloop, fell out. I said, uh-uh, this ain't even... How y'all got TVs in the wall that that's, you know, hooked up by a safety pin, bitch? So then I went downstairs, and I was like, oh, my God, the TV just fell out the window. I mean, fell out the wall. So they're like, okay, cool, we'll go fix it. And then so they fixed it. And then so two days later, I was like... Let me see if I can try to put this dumbass. Let me see if I can try to put this HDMI cable back into the wall, um, the TV. Girl, bloop, fell out. But this time it fell to the floor, bitch. And so I called downstairs and said, oh my God, the TV fell out again. <laughs> so they're like, well, the technician's gone for the day. So the TV just had to stay on the floor for the rest of the day. Um, so yeah, anyway, so that's how it is. Anyway, so I got back to, so I went to, so I'm, you know, crittering throughout Europe. It's cold, but it's cute though. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, you know how like, you know how like you're on like not vacation, but like you're traveling or whatever. Whenever you're away from home, you know how like you have like everyone's different. My my breaking point is like five, fifth, the fifth or sixth day where I'm like, all right, bitch, I'm ready to go home. You know. Well, I thought I was going to hit that on the fifth or sixth day. Like, I thought I was going to just go to Madrid and then go see my sister, and then I was going to be like, bitch, I'm ready to go home. Well, it wasn't giving that. You know, because I was doing thing as doing everything with my at my leisure. The hotels were nice. Everything was current and cute and exciting, and it was just giving the give. Like, it was just, if I didn't feel like doing something that day, I just didn't go. If I felt like doing, going, seeing this, I just went and did it. If I wanted to eat that, I just, you know, I didn't have like a, an agenda. So I didn't burn out. I didn't have like that feeling of like, oh, I want to go home. So by the time I was in Paris, my flight to come back home was that Monday, this past Monday. And I was like, huh, I don't think I'm ready to go home yet. So then I changed my flight, which girl... I already told you about that last week about girl you're going to you're going to refund me the money. So, I changed my flight to go to Mexico City and so I was like, you know what? Let me go. I've been needing to go to Mexico City. I wanted to see see my friends. I wanted to get these tattoos cuz some of the best tattoo artists are in Mexico City and Guadalajara. So, I was like, well, let's, let's go. So, I get to, you know, Mexico City. The hotel's cute. You know what I'm saying? It's it was it was cute. Don't get me wrong. I I stayed um, in Polanco, which was like it's like the bougie neighborhood of Mexico City. But here's the thing, though. Okay. And listen, I can say this because I'm Mexican. I'm not Mexican Mexican. I'm Mexican American, so I don't really want to hear it from you native Mexicans about I, bitch. I'm I'm still I still get to talk. All right, shut up. I still get to talk. Bang. You know how, like, don't matter what nice neighborhood you in. Okay, this is gonna sound so shitty. It's still 
like you might be in the nice hotel on the inside, but when you walk out, it's still giving like no give. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like the 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 fucking. I feel like I'm playing Sonic the Hedgehog or Mario, um, Mario uh, Super Mario Brothers because the fucking concrete is so up and down outside. It's like damn, bitch. Like what? I'm, I'm trying to keep my balance while I'm walking. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't imagine like how people just freely walk on some of these sidewalks. I'm like, there gotta be lawsuits or something because somebody has to sprain their ankle, break their kneecaps, open, crack open their cranium because the fucking floor, the, the ground, the concrete. Let me tell you, needless to say, I had a good time in Mexico City. It was, um, I did a food tour that was probably the best food tour ever. I wish I had it in front of me. Um, so I could plug it. But um, if y'all need the information for the food, I don't know what kind of somewhere. Hold on. It's called, let me just look it up in here. Um, it got to be in my email. Mexican. Oh, oh no, wait. Um, Polanco. No, wait. Roma Food Tour. I think it's called that. Rome, no, Roman Food Tour. No. Oh, it's called Sabores Mexico. Yeah, Sabores Mexico Food Tour. And I took the um, Colonia Roma food tour. Bitch, that shit was bomb as fuck. Good for your money, bitch. Bitch, I went, like, okay, I'm not really trying to rag on this Spain food food tour too long. I really don't. Because I don't want that man to ever come across anything I say and him be like, bitch, you really came for me. I didn't come for him. I'm just saying the food tour was not, the food wasn't good, you know? But, um... But, I mean, honestly, the Spain food tour, I mean, it's really no shade. I'm really not trying to throw them under the bus, but one of the stops, literally, I kid you not, one of the stops on the food tour was to eat a grape. Yeah, I'm going to let that sink in. I'm going to let it, let me take a sip of my coffee. Yeah, it was to eat a grape. Mm-hmm. And one of them was to eat a chip, a, a potato chip. Yep. I was like, where, where my money going? So anyway, so, you know, the Mexicans, we're going to take care of the food, bitch. So I went to the Mexican food tour. And I didn't really want to do, like, traditional Mexican food tour because, bitch, duh, I already you know about all that shit. Like, show me, like, the cunt shit. So we went through, like, this very trendy, you know, neighborhood where all this up-and-coming lit food is happening in the world right now. And so they was, I was thinking like, oh, we're going to get a little bite here or a little, you know, nibble here or, you know, how food towards me, little small little pieces of shit that you just be eating. No, bitch, they was feeding me, bitch. They was feeding. They was really feeding me. They have the, the plate full. I said, oh, this is for everybody to share. They said, no, it's for you. I said, oh, bitch. Bitch, they was feeding me. <laughs> so it was, I think, I don't know how much I spent, maybe 120 bucks for that shit. I don't know. How much is it? I should probably look it up real quick. How much was that shit? 70 euro. Bitch, 80 bucks. Hold on. Let me look at this. 70 euro. How much is 70 euro in uh, United States dollars? Let me see. Siri, bitch. Oh, she turned herself off because I kept cursing her ass out. Hold on. Let me do this another way. $79, bitch. $79. Bitch, I spent $79 for that lit ass food. Bitch. Damn, I'm about to go back. <laughs> that was $75 really well spent. That food was lit. The fucking best fish tacos I've ever fucking had in my life. 
They had this vegan. We went to this other place for like vegan tacos. That shit, it's it's okay. It's vegan, so it's not like over canova. It's not like divine, but it was divine for a vegan taco. Um, we tried some shit with like crickets or ants or some shit like that. That was actually good. We went to this. We had wine. We had beer. We had coffee. Um, we had tamales. We had three tamales, bitch. Girl, that food was lit. So, a shout out to Sabores Mexico. I mean, that shit was bomb as fuck. If y'all ever in Mexico City and need a fucking lit food tour, y'all need to go to Sabores Mexico because, bitch, you gonna give them $80. They gonna feed you, bitch. They gonna feed you. gonna have to walk, though. You gonna have to walk. <laughs> I am such a fucking menace. Listen, we went to one place. And we had, like, six places to go to or some shit like that. And then so we walked to the second place. After the second place, I was going to tell my instructor. I was going to be like, well, I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> Girl, I'm just not a walker. I don't want to walk. <laughs> I really don't. Like, the whole time I was, we were doing this, it wasn't that much walking. It was just the distance between the first stop and the second stop was a good little chunk of walking. But then after everything else was kind of closed. But I was thinking, I was like, they need to do a food store where the food just come to you. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to walk. I don't want to walk, bitch. It's just, no. Um, so the food store was lit. And yeah, so needless to say, it was, I had a really good time in Europe. I got to Mexico and it's it's good, but now I'm ready to go home. Okay, I'm ready to skedaddle. Um, but yeah, bitch, this is a long-ass intro. Let me get into the, the fucking, um, let me just get into the show. Okay, let's go. A smooth operator, so before, um, I'm going to talk about Sex and the City, and I need to talk to Kimberly Cottrell. Personally, Kimberly, we need to talk. Okay, we got to talk. We're going to have to just come to an agreement. But before I talk to Kimberly, I feel like I'm doing a seance. Before I talk to Kimberly, I'm summoning Kimberly. Um, Air France lost my luggage, which they didn't lose it. They just delayed it. Bitch, the way that that anxiety riddled me for the first two days in Mexico City. Yo, so... I probably honestly need to take a, a lesson from Kimberly Kardashian, another Kimberly who was robbed in France, um, of probably just keeping some things to myself <laughs> because, um, and not posting things or delaying my post. I'm pretty good at delaying my post and kind of not, I've, I've turned, um, I've been doing that since March of kind of like delaying my post of like what, I post or like if I tag anything or location and stuff, it would be like at least, if not a day later, until I've left that area. Um, and I only say that because I've shared this before, but I haven't really shared it too much like on the podcast. But um, I had somebody who was stalking me and my family for eight years. And I mean, I know that seems very scary. I mean, it, it, it's not comforting, but um. No, he was a crazy person. And he it wasn't like he was, like, stalking me, as in, like, 
oh, I'm in love with you or like, oh, I want to meet you. It wasn't that type of stuff. Like he wanted to like do me harm, um, which I'm cool with, bitch. I'm, I'm good with that. Okay. But once you start involving my family, then it's like, nah, I'm not, no. Because I can handle myself, okay? I'm not trying to sound like Billy the Badass or nothing like that, but I'm, <laughs> bitch, you roll up on me, it's we, it's about to go down, okay? But um, he was, like, sending photos of, like, my little brother and, like, where we live, their ho- my parents' home, and, like, weird shit like that. And the weird thing is, like, you can't take that shit to the police because the police are going to be like, oh, that's considered an internet crime. So then it has to go to the FBI, and the FBI is like, bitch, that's some bullshit. We got real shit we got to deal with. You know what I'm saying? So nothing ever happened. So I kept telling... This is a long tangent. I kept telling the police and the FBI. I said, yo, listen, it's going on eight years. I'm letting you know. Don't let me handle it. Don't let me handle it. Because if I handle it, it's not going to be... I'm putting everything, documenting it right now. I had a little photo on my computer. I said, I'm documenting it because if anything goes down, I don't want to get in trouble, okay? So I'm letting y'all know this is supposed to be your job. You're supposed to be taking care of it. I already had the man's address, and I already knew where the fuck he lived. I said, bitch, handle it because you don't want me to handle it because I'm going to go to jail. So I was one day, this was back in 2015, 2016, and I was at the gym in San Diego. I went to go visit my family. I was at the gym in San Diego. And I was working on my shoulders. And I looked. It was looking in the mirror. His mirror's in front of me. And right behind me, he walked by. But he doesn't know I'm there. Or maybe he did. I don't know which. But he walks. And I catch him in the mirror. Bitch, I don't know too much of what really happened. But all I will say publicly is I put my stuff on the ground and I just remember calmly getting up and then met him downstairs in the garage. And baby, we got to twirling. We was twirling, we was twirling, we was twirling between cars, bitch. It was a twirl. It was a nice little twirl. And once the twirl was done and that once the, 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 the twirl ended, I just calmly got up. No, I didn't get up because bitch, I wasn't on the ground. But I calmly just, you know, went back upstairs, went back to the gym and finished my workout and went home. And I ain't heard nothing from him since. So, again, but the reason, while I'm saying all that is, um, I, I just, like, some people are like, oh, no one's, you don't know who's out there. And, you know, it ain't got to do nothing with if you're well-known, if you're a celebrity, if you're, what it, you could just have crazy motherfuckers who be, they be stalking regular, I mean, not regular, but like they be stalking just people on the, the daily. People are weird out there. So just, I just want to say, be careful. You know, some people are very quick to post where they're at or where, you know, just be mindful. If you could post the next day where you at or post those stories a couple hours, let's say you at the club, right? And your ex is crazy, bitch. Your baby daddy is crazy, bitch. You know, post, you know, don't wait till you leave the club and go to the next spot and then post that club. Does that make sense? Just kind of stagger them a little. Because uh, you don't want to get got, bitch. What was I talking about? See, I forgot what the fuck I was talking about. Um, damn. Oh, yeah, Air France. So, 
I mean, I'll, I can say now, but um, I ended up, you know, so designer shit in Europe is way cheaper than the United States. It may not be like crazy cheaper, but it'd be like, it'd be cheaper. It'd just be cheaper because, you know, it's especially uh, European designers. Um, once they go to the United States, they have, they're just more expensive and whatever. And then you got sales tax and other shit from the United States. So let's say, mm, like for instance, um, there was a puffer jacket I got, a Versace puffer jacket I got that was 2,100 United States dollars. Well, it was a little bit on sale. And I my I think it cost me eight hundred dollars. And then I got a hundred and thirty dollars back. Well, I, girl, I was supposed to get a hundred and thirty dollars back from the 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 tax. But needless to say, it be it, it just be cheaper. Just Google it, you'll figure it out. Um, so I was like, well, bitch, it was my last day in France, which was my last day in Europe. So I was like, no, it, it just done me. I was like, fuck, I gotta do my shopping. I wasn't even thinking about it, but I was like, fuck, I got to do my shopping. So I ended up going through some places, and I just wasn't really finding things that I wanted. I know this sounds horrible, but I wasn't thinking about, like, gifts for Christmas. I know that's trash. And then so I went, and I saw this beautiful, like, periwinkle Versace silk shirt that I just, like, in the window, I said, bitch, I need it. So I walk in, and then so I see other things. So anyway, long story short... I bought all my Christmas gifts there. And the the lady who was helping me was really working with me. She was like, bitch, she was giving me all the tea. Like, so you get the 30% tax that you pay, you get that back at the airport. So she was like, oh, yeah, you know, this will be this without tax. And da, 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 da. I said, oh, bitch, then we're going we gonna to really run it up and everyone's going to get some lit gifts for Christmas. So I did all my Christmas shopping, boom. Go to the airport, bitch. The way I fucking spiraled, so I forgot to get my receipt things for the tax back. It was like $900 I was supposed to get back from the tax. And, girl, I forgot to get get them stamped by customs. So I go through all security, whatever, get to the tax-free place to get my my coins. She said, you got to get it stamped. I said, fuck. So, and it wasn't, I wasn't going to have time to go exit the fucking airport and come back and go through, you know, like, it just wasn't going to happen. Had I known my flight was going to get delayed, or I would have done it. But, so, bitch, when I tell you I was tight, I was tight. I mean, I'm still kind of tight <laughs> thinking about it. But, bitch, when I tell you I was, like, the whole day I didn't feel good. Like, the whole day I was like, that made me sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one thing. I'm going to feel sick if I lose $20 or whatever, but $900-something, bitch, like, that's that's a little coinisha. You know what I'm saying? That's a good little coinisha. So I was tight, bitch. I was not, I was, don't talk to me. Don't, just ring it up. Let's go. Like, don't, do you want anything? I don't want nothing. Just please leave me. I was, I was not a good camper. Not a happy camper. So... Anyway, so I I don't travel light. I have, I just don't travel light. I'm not that girl who, you know, like you see people in the airport. I always wonder, like they have those small ass like carry on bags, and I'd be like, oh, you probably got a big ass bag that was checked, huh? They'd be like, no, this is it. I'm like, 
you looking at the they, they little roll-on, carry-on bag thing, and it's like, bitch, the only thing that fit in there is a pair of shoes. You know what I'm saying? I be looking at them, like, nasty. Like, you ain't got no no drawers, no 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 socks, no no face wash, no... Where where are the amenities, bitch? Where are the toiletries? Where are the... Where are the clothes? Like, you know what I'm... I be really, like, how do you leave your home with that small-ass bag? What do you... What's in it? Where... You know... Y'all don't got no 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 moisturizer, no nothing for your hair, no fragrance, no smell good, no nut. You just what's in there? No jacket in case it get cold, like nothing. It's just it really concerns me. But as I've learned, anything in the past eighteen months of my life is the girls and their upkeep is um, not really in alignment with mine, and that's fine. So, anyways. I don't travel light. I had like two, three big ass bags. I checked all of them. Um, so the flight itself was crunchy. And when I say crunchy, there was literally potato chips on the floor, crunched. And like the, so the flight attendant gave me like these little hand sanitizer wipes or whatever. And I was like, bitch, I'll just clean it myself, bitch. Cause this is, it was nasty. You know what I'm saying? The whole little cubicle thing was disgusting. I had to wipe down. Like, if I'm supposed to go to sleep and do eat here, and I needed to be wiped down and clean. It was re- I was really upset with that. So anyway, so I land in Mexico City, you know, go through everything, get down, go looking for my bag. I see one of my bags, okay? So I'm like, all right, one. But see, the, I by the time we got through customs and everything, all the bags had already landed. Like, they've already been you know, dropped off and got off the carousel. So all they, you know, the the whole t- the airport people, you know, put them out and just kind of lined them up. So we all looking through the rows of luggage and I see one of mine. So I'm like, all right, cute, there's one. Let me just look for the other two, bitch. I'm looking, 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 I'm looking. Nothing. So now I'm getting more spiraling, I'm spiraling, I'm spiraling, I'm spiraling, I'm spiraling. Nothing. First thing that popped through my head is somebody done stole my shit. Because here's the thing. How out of out of three luggages, one of them show up, but two of them don't? It sound like it sound like some theft, right? It sound like some theft. It don't sound like, oh bitch, it didn't make it on a plane or it's delayed. No, bitch. If it was delayed, all three of my shits should have been delayed. So it was giving um grand theft. I mean, <laughs> grand theft. No, it was giving grand theft um, robbery, larceny, bitch. It was giving... <laughs> it was... So I was like, I was really starting to, to spiral. And so I go to the desk and I'm like, hey, girl, my, well, I, didn't, I was waiting in line. And I'm up next. I'm up, Mind you, I'm waiting, like, not... It's not like these other people in front of me who are already at the desk ain't losing their shit, too, and ain't spiraling. But I'm like, y'all need to go. Fuck y'all. I need to talk to this lady and make sure if if is is my bag delayed or is it stolen? Because if it's stolen, I'm gonna start running around this airport. No, for real. Like I'm I'm really that girl. I will start running around this airport and pulling people out the cab, talking about, let me see your luggage. So I'm really that girl. So I was like trying to get to the front of the line. Like, come, I need to, I need to know, do I need to stay here with you and file a claim or do I need to start? Um, regulating throughout the airport. I need to know, but the time is a ticking, bitch. So, 
everybody's doing their thing. And all of a sudden she said, okay, next person. All of a sudden, this fucking Mexican man and his friend then flew in front of me and was like, okay, okay. I said, "Uh uh-uh, baby, I'm next. You don't see this fucking line? He said, well, how do you know you're next? I said, well, bitch, because I've been standing here, stupid. He was like, well, well, welcome to Mexico. We don't do lines. I said, baby, you're going to do a line today. You're going to do this line today. You may not have to do a line tomorrow. You probably didn't have to do no lines yesterday. But today, bitch, you're going to do this fucking line. And you better get the, into the back of the line. He said, oh, you look Mexican, but you must be American. I don't give a fuck what I am. I don't give a fuck if I'm an alien from outer fucking space, bitch. You're going to be in the back of this line. I know that's for goddamn sure. And I was all, like, it. normally it takes me a little, like, moment before I get a little aggressive, but I was already on edge from losing the $900 at the tax place, the dirty-ass fucking um, first-class cabin seat, whatever. I was already spiraling because my luggage is already possibly stolen. So when this man tried to jump up in front of the line, bitch, I was like, no, we could actually fight today. We could fight today. I'm ready. I, I need to take out my aggression. And we need to fight. So what do you want to do, Mexican man? What do you want to do? Bitch, he was going, I I was going off with him. I said, come on. Then so then he was like, it's not even worth it. I said, well, then why, why even do all this? If it ain't even worth it, why even do all this? Why, what world or what planet do you fucking live in where you think you can just jump in front of the line, bitch? You don't see these people? And what the fuck this look like? Are you fucking remedial? Is this your first day on Earth? Did you just fall out of your mama's uterus, bitch? You don't know what a fucking line is? Get the fuck out of here and get the back of the line before we we get crazy. So the people at Air France was trying to assure me that, no, it just didn't make it on the, the plane. It will be on next tomorrow's flight. So I leave the airport. And guess who's going through um, through the little area where I am? The other Mexican man who was getting froggy with me. And I was looking directly at him in line, like, okay, and I'm back. Girl, I don't know what about... I just, I've never understood this. I don't know what about it. I don't know if people look at me and they're like, oh, you're alone, so you're, you know, you could be punked because you by yourself. Or you, I don't know what it is about me where people just be like, bitch, let's try her. Let's try her. I promise you, on any given day, on any given week, on any given year, I'm not the one to try. Please, I just want to be left alone and treated respectfully because I just know where I get and I'm not trying to get to those levels. So I go to the hotel or whatever and I'm still spiraling, bitch, because I'm like, no, my shit is stolen, my shit is stolen. Long story short, they brought my stuff the next day. They found it. Um, I looked through the whole, all my bags, make sure that all my family's gifts and shit was in there. I mean, they, it's some gifts, bitch. Like, I'm not like, (laughs) even, that's like, I don't even, I was more like, bitch, I just rather at least the suitcase with the gifts show up. Y'all can keep the other suitcase. (laughs) It's still some expensive shit in the other suitcase, but bitch, just please bring back the gifts. (laughs) We got handbags. We got shit in the fucking suitcase, bitch. I need it back. So I was really like, bitch, I need my shit. Because I was, I was literally going to be like, y'all ain't getting no more Christmas gifts, bitch. I swear to God, if this shit gets stolen, it's never going to happen. 
I remember one time when me and my family lived in the hood, hood we lived on Skyline, bitch. Um, like that, I don't know what it's what the hood is given like in San Diego anymore. I don't think we got a hood no more. But that used to be the hood hood. Like that was where the drive-by shootings was. Um, things are a lot more safer now. But I remember, <laughs> it's not funny, but my mom did all her Christmas shopping. <laughs> it's really not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> and she parked the car and she went inside and, you know, take me inside or whatever and put the groceries in or whatever. She came back outside and somebody done stole the damn car. And she was sick. She was sick. She was like, bitch, all the Christmas presents are in the fucking trunk. And so a few hours later, I mean, there's at that, you know, when you live in the hood, you don't call the police for shit like that because the police would be like, bitch, we don't give a fuck. Um, so a few hours later, the car, they left the car like two blocks down and didn't steal anything, which was weird. It's just like, y'all just wanted to go for a joyride or what? But how do you give, they just left all the, the presents and the groceries and stuff in the fucking, the car. So anyways, everything's good. I got my, my luggage. Everything's great. Somebody on Snapchat, I mean, Snapchat was like, girl, you need to buy these AirTags. So I went straight to the Apple store and bought four AirTags and loaded all my shit up with AirTags and hid them in places in my luggage so I can track them at all times. But um, it's been an excursion, okay? And that that was more, that let, and then the ATM ate my fucking credit card. I mean, my, my debit card. I put the fucking thing, I went, I was at the mall, a nice little bougie mall. In Mexico City, a little bougie mall, bitch. I went to the ATM, like a real, like, bank, not like those little crittery ATM machines. Like, it, it was from a big-ass bank. I put my fucking credit card in, it ate the shit up. It said, take your card. I said, well, where is the card, bitch? Because it's not coming out. So, so after that happened, I said, you know what? I think the Lord is trying to tell me to take your ass home. I think the Lord is trying to tell me, Solomon, the Solomon Ray world tour is has commenced. It is time to, this is the farewell date. This is it. This, it's time to pack up your belongings, your personables, and go home. So I'm ready to go home, child. Ready to go home. And somebody was like, do you miss your cats? Nope. I really don't. I really don't. I'm not, I mean, listen, I, 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 when I see them, when I see them, I see them. No, when I see them, it's going to be nice to like, you know, like, hey girl, what's up? But I don't really, I don't really have this, like, I don't really be missing animals like that. Um, but I mean, it's not like I'm like, fuck those animals. I do be checking in on them every day and stuff. My brother watches them. But, um, yeah, like, I'm not like, oh, my God, I want to go home. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how stupid do you sound? Like, oh, I'm in Paris. I'm, like, living the time of my life. Oh, I, would you rather do that or, like, go home and go see a cat? You know what I'm saying? Like, get real, bitch. Like, <laughs> I'd rather be in Paris, bitch. Fuck them cats. You know? <laughs> Fuck them cats. I'll see them when, they, when I see them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm having a good time. I'm living my life. I'll see them cats when I see them, Okay. And when I see him, they probably don't want to be bothered with me anyways. <laughs> Especially Ryan, because that's how she is. She really wishy-washy. One moment, she's really cuddly and wanting to, like, 
be by my side. And then next minute, she's like, please don't touch me. Please don't pick me up. Please leave me the fuck alone. I'm going to be here in the corner. And if you come close to this corner, I'm going to leave and go to another corner. That's how she is. She's very wishy-washy. Um, okay, that was a long segment. Now let's get into the segment where I got to talk to Kim Kimberly Cattrall. So, if you know, don't know, they did a reboot of Sex and the City. It's called And Just Like That. And pretty much every everybody who was part of the original Sex and the City is all back. I mean, I'm talking about, like, the directors and the writers. Um, which is also kind of funny because the writing for the show... Mm, you know what? I'll not mention that. But... Anyway, so everybody's pretty much back. Of course, Samantha, Kim Cattrall's not part of the mix anymore. And so it's kind of, you know, now the ladies are in their 50s and woo doo doo So I download the first two episodes because they just premiered. They premiered on HBO Max or HBO, whatever the fuck you got. And I downloaded two of them on my big-ass iPad to watch on a plane to Guadalajara. So I'm watching it, bitch. And side note, okay, I'll get to that. The first, okay, and please don't, okay, how can I say this? How can I say, please don't get offended when I'm about to say something very offensive? <laughs> um, I'll just say it, bitch. Okay, for the first, like, 20 minutes, okay, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, don't turn off. Turn off the, the, the podcast, bitch, and resume back after you watch the show. Okay, so there's about to be some spoilers. Um, so I'm watching it, and bitch, the first 20 minutes, like, it's all about non-binary, cis, heteronormative, non-gender conforming, patriarchal, white savior, white privileged. It's just all this shit. And I'm just like, bitch, let's get to the show, bitch. I don't... What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Like, some people look at Sex and City because, yes, you know, it was a, a show about four white women in New York City and they barely had any, you know, people of color in in, in it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how you live in New York City and they're in, in it, you know, you don't see no people of color. So, okay, granted, that is very, very valid. Is it still one of my favorite shows of all time? Absolutely. Um... But I think they wanted to kind of get that out of the way and be like, hey, we're different. You know, we're now hip. You know, times have changed. And we want to address all of your concerns. But it's like they try to address everybody's concern in the first 15 minutes of the first episode. I'm like, oh, my God. I don't even care about none of this shit. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. You know what I'm saying? In the big scheme of things, I do care about it. But I don't need, I don't care about that shit in my television show. You know what I'm saying? That was my fear with Gossip Girl. Like, they were like, oh, they're going to talk about uh, Occupy Wall Street and all these kids are woke now. I don't need woke Gossip Girl. I don't need all that. Just give me privileged white kids doing dumb shit. That's all I care. That's the reason why I fell in love with Gossip Girl, you know? But they did a good job with it. But Sex and City, uh, the new one, it was just all this, this shit. And I'm just like, the, and they shoved it down your throat the first 15, 20 minutes. I said, bitch, I'm about to turn this off. If I hear one more fucking 
uh, acronym. If I hear one more fucking uh, Twitter buzzword, one more again, I'm going to turn this shit off. I really am. And I'm going to delete it off my iPad. And then I'm going to cancel HBO Max. (laughs) Bitch, it was just so... Like desperate and cheap. Like, there's a way to do stuff like that without just... It was just overload, for me, at least. Like, we, I get... And I think I watched it under the guise of understanding that that's how they they did want to address the um, the lack of diversity in the first, you know, Second City, and they wanted to... You know, I get it. So I think I watched it under the guise of that. But needless to say, I was like, this? Bitch? And they're like, you're sex shaming, and it's this shit. I'm like, uh-uh, like, enough, please. Shit. And then they got my girl, my girl, Miranda Hobbs. Now, let me tell you, out of everybody, I know everybody want to be like, I'm a carry, I'm a carry, I'm a carry, bitch. Mm-mm. I'm the bitch who will let you know I am not carry. I am a Miranda. I am definitely a Miranda Hobbs. I am, that's just who I am. That's all I am. Like, I'm definitely a Miranda Hobbs. And part of being a Miranda Hobbs is you be very on top of shit. You be, bitch, if I paid for the pineapple room, I want the pineapple room. If I paid for X, Y, and Z, I want X, Y, and Z and nothing less. You know what I'm saying? You're very by the book. You are very black and white. You are very structure. You are very legalities. You are very holding people accountable for their shit. That is the Miranda Hobbs. That is I. I am Miranda. Okay? So, of course, they, tr- they are trying to really pin Miranda and paint her into this Karen. They're trying to make her into, like, a Karen. Like a, like, you know, a Karen. And it's really annoying me because it's like, I'm not really into, like, some of these white people who are spiraling on these internet videos and stuff, First off, they need their ass beat, okay? That's all there is to it. I don't know why y'all holding up cameras. I don't know what you're documenting this for. I don't really get the whole let's hold the camera and and talk to them because you got a split second of leniency to get your ass together after you've done cursed me out and elevated the situation, and we're going to start fighting. I'm not here to talk to you. you. I'm not... You're not going to act crazy with me and get in my face and do some weird shit with me. We're going to have to throw blows. Period. So I'm not a let's grab the phone and document it. I'm put the phone off, turn it off, and don't document it, and let's get busy, bitch. So I believe that there are definitely those people out there that need their ass beat. But then there's some people who just... I be watching some of these videos, and they be like, oh, look at this Karen. And I be like... She just wants what she paid for. She just wants to talk to the manager, bitch. I be the same way. You know what I'm saying? So call me a Ken, call me, well, I don't know what the fuck the male version is, but I be just right there with them. I be agreeing with 50% of them. I really do. I be like, this is ridiculous. You bitches are just trying to do things for the YouTube views and the numbers and the viral shits. Bitch, because I be watching some of them things and it's like, I got you on camera. And then they be looking like, it just it's just weird, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of it's not really warranted, and I just think a lot of it's getting out of hand where it's like this person's a Karen or this white it could be any white woman who's like, um, excuse me, I need to 
talk to your manager or this is not what I ordered or this is... And it's like, that. she's not that girl. She's just trying to figure out, like, bitch, this is what I ordered. Why didn't I get it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I do the same thing and I'm not a white woman. You know, like, I be doing the same shit. And I know people of color... I know my mom... Well, not my mom. But I know people who be doing shit just like that and they're not Karens. Um... But, I mean, I know a part of that is a privilege. I get that because you, a part of it is wielding a, por- a par- part of your privilege to kind of get what you want. But, I don't know, it's a fine line. Needless to say, I don't really fuck with a lot of those videos. 50% of them are very valid. There's a good 50%, I believe, that are just like some bullshit that y'all just be trying to hype up and over-exaggerate. But one thing you're not going to do, one thing you're not going to do is throw my good sistrin, Miranda Hobbs, in the mix. That's what you're not going to do, HBO. That's, no, I don't, that's where I, I draw the line and I need to speak to your manager, bitch. You're not going to throw my good sistrin, Miranda motherfucking Hobbs, into the mix of it. She's not that girl. Uh, she is that girl, but the, you got to understand the context. Like, if Miranda comes in and she ordered her coffee, you know what I'm saying? And this was the, the the coffee order that she had on the Uber Eats. And she said, I want this, I want that, and I want that. And you don't do this, that, and that? Miranda's going to ask you and, and hold you accountable. Miranda's going to come for that ass and be like, excuse me, I need to talk to the manager because this was my, my coffee order. That's what Miranda's going to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, pay, I I'm paying for it. That's what I want. It's there in writing. I don't know how you missed it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, she's a menace at times, but, you know, <laughs> that's just her nature. And so, anyway, so I don't like the fact that HBO, this new one, is trying to really make her into this, like, white woman Karen monster of, like, complaining. And, like, there's some scenes in it where, like, she's, like, there is... A, a, she goes into a bar and she's like, can I get a glass of white wine or whatever? And he's like, we don't open till 11. And she's like, all right, cool. And so she doesn't make a complaint. She's just like, okay, well, I'll just wait till 11. Like, that's some shit I would do. I would just wait till 11. I mean, you know what I really want to do? I could be like, well, it ain't nothing for you to crack open a bottle of fucking wine and pour it, bitch. You got 15 minutes before you open. You can crack it up. I'm, I'm right here. It's either crack the bottle open right now or wait 15 minutes and crack it open then. Either way, I'm going to be here. So she's in this bar, and a lot of it has to play with the fact that, like, she's, you know, in her 50s, and she has um, gray hair, and it's kind of like, you know, women who are young and beautiful, if you walk into the bar and ask for the bottle, and they, I mean, ask for a glass of champagne, I mean, wine, and they don't open in 15 minutes, the bartender's probably going to open it for you. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like a play on... Um, um, the fact that she's an older woman. Um, but needless to say, that was really arcing me. And then there's a moment in... Then it gets good. Then, it, bitch, I was crying on the airplane, bitch. Something about being on airplanes just and watching things, bitch. I mean, I was boohooing. And Charlotte, oh, crying ass self, didn't make anything better. That bitch cried over nothing, okay? And... So it got it got better. I'm into it. I can't wait to watch more and more episodes. Um, I'm glad that the series is back. But one thing I need 
to address is Kimberly. Kimberly, if you don't get your ass on a plane and head down to the HBO studios and get in front of this camera, girl. Kimberly, if your ass is not on the final episode of this season and signed on to be for the rest of season two, we're going to have problems, okay? Kimberly, I respect you because you were Britney Spears' mother in Crossroads. I really do. And I really, you are really one of my my faves, Kimberly. You're one of my faves. And at first, at first when you declined being part of this reboot, I respected it because I know the girls were like, oh, if Samantha's not in it, I'm not watching it. No, let me tell you something, Kimberly. I'm going to watch it with you or without you. All right, you was not... I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really no shade. I, I, As long as the three girls is there, I would love all four of you. But if I get three, I'm okay with that. Um, you wasn't making... it. You wasn't making it go either way. Right or left, Kimberly. It's really no shade. I just got to give it to you how it is. You are a very crucial part of Second City. And I think you, out of all people would probably be better with this reboot with all this, like, you know, non-binary gender shit and sex shaming shit and free love this and all, all that bullshit. I think you would fit right the fuck... That character would fit right the fuck in. But here's the thing I need. I need you to come back. Yeah. I need you to get back. I need HBO pay this woman whatever the fuck she want and I need HBO to call her every single day. Don't skip a day. Okay? Don't miss a day where you do not call Kim Cattrall. Please call her and make it work. Make it fucking work, Tim Gunn. Make it fucking work. Get her on the next plane and in front of in hair and makeup and in front of them cameras and hit record. I'm for real. I need, I need, I need my girls back. I don't, I mean, if you don't, it's fine. It's gonna, I'm gonna watch regardless. But it would, it would be nice. And it would like, there's a part in spoiler alert, there is a part where she sends flowers and it's like, you know, bitch, the way I, I boohooed on the plane. And bitch, honestly, if anybody needs to, if it, Carrie needs you, Samantha. Carrie needs you more than ever. She really do. All she really got is fucking Miranda because fucking Charlotte is really no fucking help. All she do is fucking cry, bitch. Samantha, come on. And and whatever fucking shit you got. And honestly, um, Sarah, Sarah, you too. I don't know what you need to do, but you need to fix it, Sarah. I don't know if you just said some slick shit, said some crazy shit. I don't know if you stole a pair of this woman's shoes. Give them back. Okay, I don't know what you got. Sarah, give it back. I don't know. Say sorry. Well, I don't even know if she, if, if Samantha, I mean, if, if Kimberly need a fucking apology, get on your hands and knees, Sarah, and apologize. Y'all need to get your shit together. I'm over it. All right, I'm over it. Figure it the fuck out. And let's get this woman in front of the, the camera and hit record. Because I need to see Kimberly on season two. 
because I know they're gonna give you a season two. This man still ain't texting me back. This gonna be some bullshit. Um, okay, moving right along. Now on to listener letters. I know I've been promising to do listener letters for a long time, so here they are. Um, if you have a question, send them into ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com and I will put them on the show. This next question, or the first question is, I'm going to say anonymous, just because I'm reading the questions, and I don't know if, I mean, you put your name out there, and I feel like you would, wouldn't mind your name, but I'm just, I'm going to leave it out, just because, I don't know. Yeah. So, anonymous says, um, hey girl, I have been a longtime subscriber and customer of yours, I live for your content daily. I have a question for you this week that has been on my mind for years. I have been with the same man for seven and a half years now, and we have a six-year-old child together. He is so good to me. Like, honey, bought me a whole house, built it brand new from the ground up, gives me unlimited access to his credit cards. All jokes aside, though, I do not abuse it. Never once called me out my name, kind, respectful, big-ass dick. Okay, what's the problem then? I'm gay. For the longest time, I wanted to play it off like I'm bisexual, but no, I'm definitely gay. I'm 31 years old, and I'm kind of tired of hiding it. What do I do? I'm lost. Please help. You always do. Um, anonymous. Um, she put her name, but I just probably want to keep it anonymous for now. Well, first off, girl, uh, pff, bring him to me. Bitch. Uh, I need to find a man who's going to buy me, who's going to build me a little house. Bitch. Uh, I, want, I want access to the credit card. But you know what? All that aside, like, like definitely those are material things. And don't get me don't get me wrong. I'm not negating material things because everyone's love language is different, and I need my material belongings. I need my material personables, bitch. I really do. And honestly, if a man's going to like give me access to his credit card, mind you, I won't abuse it. I got my own money, but it's just the idea. Like, whatever. I just see me a man who's gonna be like whatever you need. I, I got you, you know? Ugh. But, um, I know some people deal with these things differently. Some people wait till their child's 18 years or older. Um, and I'm gonna, listen, don't, y'all listening, don't eat me up. Don't come for me. Um, I know some people wait for their kids to be 18. I don't see why. I don't see what the point is for waiting your kid child to be 18. Um, and I'll tell you the reason why. I believe in talking to your kids like adults. Um, I believe my mom always spoke to me as, as an adult. Like, she never talked to me in a baby voice. She didn't use, like, when my dad went to prison, she wasn't like, oh, your dad's going away. Your dad's, you know, he, he'll be back. He's on vacation. No, my mom sat my ass right the fuck on down and was like, these are the charges. This is what the fuck is going on. This is what this white woman is saying. This is the reason why he's going to jail. And yeah, so it wasn't, it, I mean, I don't want to say it was no tea because it was definitely some tea and it that, you know, it made me sad, but she didn't talk to me like no, no, no kid. You know, when I was um, going through my adoption, she was like, this is what the fuck is going on. This is what the judge is saying. Um, this is what, um, they are saying, this is what they're trying to throw at me. This is what they're... She was just straight up with it. And um, I don't think that that was a lot for me to handle. It was, you know, definitely, like, there's certain things as a child you can't really fully grasp. But 
I definitely appreciate, and I think it made me a better person as an adult for just the fact that she just was like, this is what's up, all right? This is how, and so it, it let me know how to like navigate some of that. Um, and, you know, if your child's six years old, she may not need, or they may not need to know the full T of like everything that, you know, that's going on in your life or between you and your husband and whatnot. But um, you can give your child just as much as you think that that they can handle. You know your child better than anybody else, and you know what that child can handle. And I believe, you know, if you explained things and, and, you know, give them just as much information as you feel you want to share, I think that's fine. I mean, it's 2021, and parents separating is nothing new. Um, people having different sexualities and sexual orientations and stuff, that's nothing new and it ain't going away. And honestly, I'm sure, bitch, I'm sure by the time your fucking child is in third grade, or something, they're going to be knowing some non-binary shit. <laughs> Yo, I really don't need the non-binary girls to come at me. I'm really not trying to, like, throw y'all under the bus this episode. I'm really not. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to be knowing more shit than you don't. Like, you know what I'm Like, they're going to be like, they're going to come home in, like, you know, eighth grade talking about some, no, this is the so-and-so and a, a cis-hetero and the, the AQI and the the demisexual this. And the, so it's they're going to be knowing all that new shit. So it's I don't think it's going to be no tea. I think, if anything, it's going to be more tea for your husband. Um, and, but you know what? It's going to be one of two things. Well, if you don't do anything, and I'm not saying do anything, bitch. You could just stay where you at and enjoy your life and, and run up them credit cards, child. But if you don't do anything, this is what's going to happen. Your husband's going to not, clearly not, maybe, maybe not know, but I feel like eventually things are going to just come to the surface. You know, my grandma used to always say, you might get by, but you won't get away, you know? And things are eventually going to come to the surface. Things are eventually going to come to light. It may not be with you saying, hey, I'm gay. This is what it is. It may be a slow thing where it's just going to come to light. And it may, and it's better. I always, I'd rather control things and let things come to the light on my own than let it come to light without my control. I don't want nobody telling, you know what I'm saying? So that's going to happen. And then you're just going to, you're going to suffer and you're not going to be happy. So where if you did come forward to your husband, yes, he's not going to be happy, but then you're going to be happy and you're going to slowly transition into living your life the way you want to live it. And then you're going to give him the chance to do the same. Does it make sense? Like, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be an overnight thing where it's going to be like, oh, you know, because feelings don't just go away. I'm sure you definitely love the man. And, you know, love ain't just got to do with just having a sexual partner. Sometimes love is just the fact that you trust somebody. You know, like, good and goddamn well, if some shit happened, that person's going to answer the phone. You know what I'm saying? That It's a comfort. It's a, a, a relationship. And it's time. And it's memories. And it's um, closeness. There's a lot to it that love is that doesn't revolve around sex, for me at least. So, um, 
I feel like, it, you know, I'm always an advocate for putting yourself first. And when you put yourself first, everyone else kind of benefits from it. And, you know, it might be really inspiring. I think there's nothing more inspiring than seeing like your your family or like your mom or your dad or someone really close to you um, being confident and putting themselves first. And that does a lot for the child, I believe. So, yeah, it's going to be confusing for everybody involved, you, your husband, and your child. But I do believe in the long run, um, it's only going to be better. You know, it's not going to be easy. It's going to sting a little bit initially. But I think, you know, as time goes on, things are going to be good. And, And honestly, you said you're 31 years old. You're still young, but me, and I say this as someone who's about to turn 35, we're in that age range now to where, like, you either got to do it or you got to go. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got too much time to play. Like, this ain't, this ain't, we ain't in our 20s no more. Like, little stupid shit, little fucking dumb shit that we used to do and, and little games and stuff that we used to play. The game's got to start to slow down now. This is the time where you start to, like, really plant your feet on the ground and and figure some shit out. You know, you still got a whole life ahead of you, but this is a crucial turning point to where, like, you can't do too many, like, weird mistakes. You know, like, little mistakes was cute in your 20s because you can, like, you know, bounce back. This The bounce back is going to be a little different once you get a little older. So you got to just play it right. Um, But, you know, I would rather you live your truth now at 31 then be, you know, let's say 50 or in your 60s and then live your truth. Because then it's like you got, my mom says, my mom says this all the time and it kind of freaks me out, but she's, my mom's in her late 60s. She says, I got more years behind me than I got years ahead of me. And that shit is really real because it's like, she's right. You know, like once you think about it mathematically, like my mom has more years behind her than she has ahead of her. So every day counts, you know, so live your truth now, be your happy moment now and, you know, and live your life, you know, it's, so that's the only advice I can help tell you to, uh, or, you know, share with you, but ultimately the decision is yours and it's something you have to do on your own terms. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot more dynamics and a lot more intricacies involving this than just this short little email that you sent me. Um, I'm sure a lot more people will be involved, but ultimately the only person who really matters is you and your child. I mean, yeah, your husband too, but really your child and you. Um, And honestly, when you put yourself first, you really put your child first, if that makes sense. When you put yourself first, you put your child first. So good luck. Keep us posted And, yeah. All right, so this next letter comes from, I'm going to say anonymous, too, because it's kind of spicy. Literally, the title of the email is, Should I Cheat? (laughs) She says, Hi, Solomon. Please keep my name anonymous. So, I made the stupid mistake of moving from California to Illinois for my boyfriend. For context, we were long distance for a year. He then moved to California but didn't like it, so we decided we'd move to Illinois when I finished university, which was earlier this year. Fast forward to now, he's been stressed out because he's always busy with either school or work and hasn't been the kindest to me. 
He's constantly in a bad mood and lashes out on me. I've recently been texting an old friend, and we've been talking about how we like each other, but never did anything about it. I will be visiting California next month, and we're also, and we've also been talking about meeting up and possibly cheating on my boyfriend. Should I say fuck it and cheat on my boyfriend, or should I not? I wouldn't have ever thought about this had my boyfriend treated me better. Laugh my ass off. Love you. Girl, you better go cheat. You better go cheat. You better go fucking cheat. And I know, I know there's, okay, so there's about 20% of y'all who be hating the fact that I be really urging the girls to cheat. But here's the thing. I be like, treat these niggas the way they be treating you. For real. I really, like, I'm such a little Kim baby. Like, little Kim literally raised me. Like, treat these niggas the way they treat you. Honestly, and I believe, like, Okay, it's also the gay in me because gays always think that there's somebody better around the corner. And I believe it's also kind of like a metropolitan thing. Like, people who live in, like, big cities, you always think, like, oh, there's something better around the the corner. There's something new. There's, you know, there's always going to be something better. But I will say, maybe not cheat, but if you want to go meet up with that man, meet up with that man. You know what I'm saying? I didn't move across the whole damn, almost half the whole fucking country for you to talk to me motherfucking crazy and lash out at me. Uh Uh-uh. Because what I am is amazing. And what I am is royalty. And I'm the bomb diggity bitch. So you better lower your voice. You better get your emotions together. I understand you're stressed with school and work. But guess what, bitch? So am I. Guess what, bitch? So am I. You want to know who else is stressed? Me. Because I done moved away from my motherfucking family and my friends and my life come lay up here with your ass just so you can be talking to me like you done lost your motherfucking mind. Get the fuck on out of here, bitch. Child, I wish somebody would talk to me like they done lost their motherfucking mind. Bitch, I'll be on the next flight. Mm-mm. Ma'am, if you don't go ahead and jump on that dick, if you don't go ahead and, 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 and play with that man, because let me tell you something. Yes, there is such thing as the grass is greener. The grass may not be green. Oh, wait, the grass is greener on the other side. Whatever the fuck that shit is, bitch. Sometimes it ain't. Sometimes it ain't, bitch. Sometimes it ain't. Sometimes it do be good with somebody else. Sometimes you can find somebody who be acting right, who ain't with all that dumb shit. Don't settle. Do not settle for somebody who's talking you crazy. I'm sure that man is great, because otherwise, if he wasn't a good person, you wouldn't have moved all the way over there. But no. I would talk to him, too, and be like, hey, girl, um, we need to have a discussion. I know you are stressed. I get it. But I'm going to let you know, starting here on this date, on this moment in time, that will be your last time talking to me like you done lost your motherfucking mind. Let that be very clear. You come in here from work. You say, hello, how are you? You smile. All right? And you keep it cute. You got some shit going on at work, you leave it at work. You got some shit going on at school, you leave it at school. You leave it on the Zoom calls, bitch. You don't be bringing that shit into the house. I'm for real. I know this is very, like, aggressive, but I, some, I, that's, I mean, my aggressive don't always work for everybody, but I would. I would lay it out on the line and be, this is what needs to happen. Because that, let that be your last time talking to me crazy. That will be your last time. And the ultimate, like, if that doesn't happen, I will be out of here. Sayonara. For real. Mm-mm. I'm not about to lay up on here 
in my motherfucking home where I fucking reside and lay my head at at night and have you talk to me like you done lost your damn mind. No, uh-uh, not me. You better go talk to somebody else like that. But it is, it's not going to be me. You gotta go. You better go search the world for everybody else who enjoys to be talked to like that and lashed out to and enjoy your bad moods because the one person on this earth with the nine billion people, it's that I'm the one who does not appreciate that. And I'm the one who will not tolerate it. So, uh-uh. You want to talk to me crazy, bitch? I'm going to go to California and go jump on this dick and enjoy myself. And I bet you he won't be talking to me crazy. Hmm. Girl, if I don't... Girl. Psh. Girl. Psh. See, this is why I don't be in relationships, bitch. This is really why they be like, why are you single? Because I don't have time for people talking to me like that and lost their minds. Ever. I be single because I don't got to deal with no shit. I already got to deal with enough shit on the outside. I don't need when I come home dealing with some more shit and some more drama. That's another reason because the girls love the drama and the shit. All right. I've said this before. I love like the, the relationships I know and the examples of relationships I know are for my family. And they don't be on no bullshit. They don't be yelling at people, calling each other out their name. They don't be... They get in their little disputes here and there, but it ain't nothing crazy. It ain't nothing deep. All right? If, if I don't get that type of love and respect, I don't want it. And if the default is me being single for the rest of my motherfucking life, then guess what? I'll be single to, for the rest of my motherfucking life. Because what the new girls is doing now with all this drama shit, no. Kiss my ass. I will be on to the next. So good luck, girl. Keep us posted. And moving right along. All right, so that is the end of the show. Um, where am I going? So, bitch, I'm waiting for this man to hit me up so he can do this tattoo on my 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 shoulder. Um, girl, I'm about to go transfer hotels because get the fuck out of this hotel because it's giving. It's just not for me. Honestly, I just I gotta go. I really gotta go. Uh, I really gotta go. It's not a bad hotel. It's just. I really just got to go. Um, I'm supposed to be possibly doing a tequila tasting tour in, while I'm here. But I'm waiting for this man with the tattoo to come on so I can schedule the damn thing. Because everything's in limbo. Waiting for this motherfucker. So just waiting on that. And then I'm going to get back home. Honestly, if this next hotel is the dumps... I'm either going to do one or two things. I'm either going to wait for this man to text me so I can do this tattoo and get the fuck up out of here, or I'm going to be on the next flight tomorrow. Honestly, I'm. it's one of those two options because I just, like, I just, it's just giving very, hmm. I don't know how to describe. I think, you know what really fucked me up? I think the fact that I went from all these glamorous moments and cuntness in Europe to Mexico. And it's really no shade on Mexico. It's really no, it's really no shade. I promise you it's really not. But I think it's just the fact that like, I went from like this sickening two and a half weeks of living in cuntness to like, you know, just um, Ubers with no air conditioning or no sidewalks, um, Hmm. 
you know, like very spotty Wi-Fi, stuff like that. Nothing, nothing major, but yeah. So we shall see. But um, yes, straight. Oh, I I just want to say thank you to everybody. Before I get off this damn thing, I just want to say thank you to everybody who was um, streamed my new single. It really means a lot to me. I did not expect y'all girls to blow it up like that. So thank you so much. I was looking at the numbers. I was like, ah, I feel loved. Um, since you know all the editors, nobody my shit on anything (laughs) um yeah so i just want to say thank you guys so much i really appreciate it and yeah just stay safe be happy think put yourself first um focus on the happy focus on the good stuff i say all that as as literally having some like really trying days the last few days but you know everything's on the up and up and until then bye